Jeremiah, Shear number 18. Now, this chapter legitimately is a famous chapter in the book of Jeremiah. It's actually called, in the world of biblical study, the Temple Sermon. Um, if you didn't know it existed, you do now, so you're now part of that It's Famous Club. The word that came to Jeremiah from Hashem saying, Stand in the gateway of the temple. So he was to deliver a message in the temple precinct. And say to the people, Hear the word of Hashem, all people of Judah. So number one, the people were, quote-unquote, religious enough, from enough, devoted enough to come to the base, Hamigdash. So here, the word of Hashem, the people of Judah, who come through these gates to prostrate themselves before Hashem. So externally, they were doing all the right things. Thus said Hashem, God of Israel, improve your ways and your deeds and I will cause you to dwell in this place. Okay, a simple equation. But second paragraph of the Shema, we know if the Jewish people behave properly, they get to live in the land of Israel. That's no, that's nothing new there. Then he says very, very clearly, don't trust the false statements that say the sanctuary of Hashem, the sanctuary of Hashem, the sanctuary of Hashem are they. Or in the original, Heichal Hashem, Heichal Hashem, Heichal Hashem, Heima. What's this? What's he saying? The people believed the false prophets who had told them, don't worry, God's not going to do anything. We've got the base. Hamigdash, it acts as a force field. That's not going to ever be destroyed. Why would Hashem destroy his temple? And consequently, the, the, the answer is, continue doing what you're doing because we're going to be fine. There's not going to be a problem. That Hashem would preserve everything in Jerusalem. But Jeremiah says, don't be so stupid. It's just a building. And only if you truly improve your ways and your deeds, if you truly do justice between man and his fellow, and then we get a list of things that they were doing wrong. So do not oppress the stranger, the orphan and the widow. Do not shed innocent blood in this place. They were from enough to come to Shul and bow down to God, but they were really low lives because they were killing people in the, in the temple area. Do not go after the gods of others. They are worshipping idols as well. And if you refrain from doing all of those disgusting things, then I will cause you to dwell in this place, in the land that I gave to your forefathers forever and ever. But he says, you guys don't do any of that. You do trust the false statements that are of no use. And he asked them a simple question. Can you steal, murder, commit adultery, swear falsely, burn incense to the idols, to Baal, go after the gods of others that you never knew, and then you come and stand before God and go, Whoa, Hashem, I love you. Baruch Hashem, we are saved. Ana Hashem, Oshiana. It's all going to be fantastic. It's a little bit like robbing someone from their Arba Minim on the way to Shul on Sukkot, going to Shul and shaking it around as if you're the most devoted person in the building. That is exactly what these guys were doing in their own way. So he asks them, has this temple upon which my name is proclaimed become a cave of criminals in your eyes? He says, if you want to understand, if you guys want to have some understanding of what it is, how God operates, then take a tour down Jewish history. We built the, the Mishkan in the desert and then we came into Israel and we put it up. But where has it gone now? Go to my shrine that is in Shiloh, where I cause my name to dwell. See what I did to it because of the wickedness of my people. You guys being wicked means that I will just, I will allow my temple to be destroyed. So since you guys do all of these horrible things, I've given you messages, but you have not listened. I've called out to you, but you did not respond. 
I shall do to the temple upon which my name is proclaimed, God is prepared to have suffered the disgrace, having his temple destroyed, in order to teach the people a lesson. I shall cast you from my presence as I cast out all your brethren, the seed of Ephraim. Now, how is Jeremiah to respond? This is a shocker. He turns to Jeremiah and he says, Jeremiah, do not daven. Don't speak for them. Not, would not, don't cry for them. Don't beg me for them, for I will not listen to you. But I hope you will want to listen to me, please God, tomorrow for the rest of this chapter. Have a lovely, lovely day.